Mahomes back, throws, it is incomplete, yes. picked off, picked off by the Lions. Brian Branch with it left side. He's going, baby! He's going to the house! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Deflected yes. in the air, Branch ran under it, and he took it all the way back. And welcome to the Divisional Round Post-Game 20 in the Huddle podcast. And guess what? We're going to do it again next week. Yeah, how about that? We're going to do it again <laughs> next week because this Detroit Lions team is just, it, it's on a run. Um, and they, they beat the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-23. to um, Punched their ticket to the NFC Championship game for the first time since 1991. They'll go out to San Francisco, play the number one seed. They're the favorite in the NFC. Pretty much... All year long, especially the second half yeah. of the year, once yeah. the Eagles started to, yeah. to falter a little bit, and it should be a terrific matchup. But, but, boy, again, this this four field crowd, this atmosphere, um, really just helping to spearhead this football team to another win, their second straight at home, and now they're they're doing stuff, Peach. Now that I don't think a lot of people thought they were capable of, you know, back six months ago. No, and and to do it. Uh, again, I, it came up, offense finished with the ball for the first time in a while. I know that was a point of emphasis for, for Ben Johnson the last couple of weeks, but defense got off the field uh, again today and created the big turnover there at the end to to seal the deal. And another, I think, just as we noted last week after the Rams game, uh, another complete game. I felt like yeah. all, all phases, Jack had a couple good punts, pinning them back on the, on the nine-yard line to start that last drive. I mean, some just... Again, really impressive play uh, across the board for me today. Yeah, and I feel so great for Derek Barnes. Yep. You know, took took a lot of the criticism a month ago in that loss to Dallas when he missed that tackle on uh, Dak Prescott, yep. led to the ninety-two yard touchdown. Obviously, a one-point loss, and um, it always know, comes back for you. It always comes back, and for him to make that play, a diving interception to end the game, um, like you mentioned, there were a couple of them on the DVC. Gardner Johnson got one early in in the game as well, and then look, these rookies. I yeah, mean, man. <laughs> rookies. I mean, you look at Brian Branch and what he did. Led the team in tackles. tackles yep. Nine tackles, had a sack. Also two tackles for loss, I think, in there. You look at um, Gibbs, 74 yards on nine carries. That's an 8.2 average, plus the 31-yard touchdown. Plus had four catches for 40 yards, including a key 20-yard yep. touchdown in the, in the Amon Ross St. Brown um, you know, touchdown drive. And Sam Laporta, all he did was catch nine balls for 65 yards, a couple key. Set third, up the other touchdown. Third down, yeah. set up the other. I mean, these, we, 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 we say it all the time. We've talked about it all year, but, boy, I mean, Brad Holmes just has to be up there just patting himself on the oh, back, watching I'm, games like this where all these young guys, all these rookies are key contributors. This team would not be in the NFC Championship game for for this rookie, if not for this rookie class. No, and you're getting all of this production in put-up-or-shut-up time. Like, yeah. This is like you Big can't moments, be rookies huge, anymore yes. in, in these moments, and they're not, and, and Branch – especially today, was outstanding. Just always a nose for the ball. Yeah, he got called for the five-yard offside penalty that he was pissed about trying to just <laughs> blow up another play. But, man, that guy that guy is a special player. He and, didn't play in the first game. No. And neither did C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And neither did Gibbs. Yeah. I mean, so you, you're you're seeing, obviously, the, the, the pieces come together, and 
the Lions did not make it out of today un, unscathed on the injury front. Yeah. But the the guys that you didn't have in week six, you had today, and they, they all came up big. Yeah, and P just talking about uh, uh, left guard uh, Jonah Jackson, left the game with a knee injury, did not return. Dan Campbell said after the game it didn't look good for next week. Um, and also Brock Wright, forearm injury, I believe it was, yeah. left the game, didn't return. He said Brock Wright wasn't uh, didn't look good for him next week either. So, look, the Lions are going to go into that game. Uh, dealing with a couple things. I think if you watch San Francisco against Green Bay, um, Debo, Debo Samuel left the first, game with a shoulder injury. Quarter, so, yeah. you know, there could be some injury situations for both teams um, in, in, in this game. And you know what else I, th- I thought was really special about today's game? And I really didn't notice this until um, one of the reporters in Dan Campbell's press conference asked the question, but it is exactly three years to the day that Dan Campbell had that infamous headline grabbing kneecap introduction press conference and in that press conference he talked about what the culture of this team uh, what he wanted the culture of this team to be how they were going to be physical how they would play anywhere how they would fight till the end how they would be resilient and I think it's so fitting that three years to the day that he made that speech that's what his team is yep they're a resilient bunch. They're physical. They play to the end, and they find a way to make plays. It's everything Dan Campbell said he would bring to this team. And he said in his third year he thought he'd be able to play with the big boys. Well, it doesn't get any bigger than this, Peach. Um, yeah, it's – look, I, I got a lot of really, really outstanding people around me, all right, and I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate, and uh, it takes a village. And without everybody involved, without Brad Holmes, without Sheila, Rod, you know, Chris Spillman, without Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, Dave Phipp, I mean, you, you don't, you know, I'm fortunate. I envisioned that we would have a chance to compete with the big boys, and that's where we're at. All you got to do is get in, you know, and it's about placing yourself the very best position to where you can move. You get to, you get a home game, and then maybe you get a second home game, and now all of a sudden it gets a little easier, you know. If you're able to get a one seed, you only got to win two games, right? And so that's, that's always the objective. But ultimately, once you get in, then it's about matchups, and you find a way to win, and you may have to win two to nothing, and it's okay, you know. It's okay. A win's a win in the playoffs. So, um. You know, here we are, and now we get to go to San Francisco, and, you know, we know what kind of team that is, but um, we're in a great position. We've got a great opportunity. Yeah, it's great. It's great for Dan, right? I mean, all that criticism that he took early on, yep. the three-win season, the, the rough start to last season, and then th- this team kind of turned a corner, right? They, they found the recipe for success. They've been able to maintain it, and now I I, I would think, and, and I – if I was a player, I would love to play for Dan Campbell. Yep. If I was a free agent and I was looking at a place to go and I was watching this atmosphere and that head coach and just this team and the way they play, it's got to be an attractive destination. And yeah, I can I mean, tell you that hasn't been the case in a long time. And you saw it last year. And, yeah, C.J. Gardner-Johnson had a prior connection to, to Dan and A.G. from the time in New Orleans. But that's a top-of-the-line free agent that – chose the Lions. Obviously, there were a lot of factors that went into that and, and only a one-year deal, but that guy chose to, to come here and, and to make the playoffs and to make pivotal plays 
and you do got to give credit where credit's due. That guy talked a lot of smack this week about Baker Mayfield <laughs> and came up with an interception on the first possession. So t- tip your hat to CJ, but that's I think you're going to you have to keep on seeing that in the offseason. I think that's going to be be a huge factor moving forward. And the Lions will have some cap space too. Look, we're not going to get into that. No, no, there's right no time. We got, we, got, we got football no, to cover no, no, here. No. Well, another guy I wanted I want to touch on too is is Jared Goff. You know his um, his fine play continues. Um, Thirty of forty three, two eighty seven, two touchdowns. Pretty good. No turnovers. Yep, no over hundred passer rating again. And I, you know. Obviously, last week was was huge for him and the storylines and the former team and Stafford and everything and to get the cheers from the crowd, the 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 chanting of his name. But if if you could hear it, if you weren't here, they did it again. Oh yeah, they, that they were down, chanting it was Jared Goff at the end of the game, at the beginning of the game, in the middle of the game, during timeouts. I mean, he has really in, in, in endeared himself to this fan base. Yeah, and you know, you you always worry about. Emotional hangover, emotional letdown. Obviously, for him, solely such an important game last week. Just came out and ripped it again. No it, no hesitation, no nothing. Just came out and, and pushed the ball down the field, threw those inbreakers, hit the middle of the field again. And, you know, just, just what we're used to seeing now from Jerry Goff. And a little different game plan, too. Yeah. I mean, normally this team has been run the football to set this up This is not a team that pass. runs the that throws the ball on first down. And they that's what happens. threw the ball to run it. Yeah. And I just think that, that that says a lot about Jerry Goff. Obviously, Ben Johnson and the offensive line and the weapons that they have. But to trust that your guy in this kind of game can just come here, you expect to throw it 40-plus times, and that's going to open up your run because you're so confident in the passing game yeah. and what he can do. It just says a lot about um, Jared Goff, and it's great for him to now have a chance back uh, at the uh, NFC uh, Championship game. Here's what he had to say after the game. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, we, we joked after the game. Ironically, last time you know a lot of us played in it was against each other. It was me, you know, at the Rams against Dan with the Saints. Anzalone was there. Aaron Glenn was there. Um, yeah, so it's exciting, it, and not just for me, but for our whole team. And um, it's it's a, something that we've you know, you know, it's not. I don't want to say like this arrogantly, but we expected to win the first game. We expected to win this game, and and now we get to go to a game we expected to be in against a really good team at their place. And. Um, we're going to come into it expecting to win. It'll be a tough game, but um, it'll be fun. Yeah, good for him. And now Detroit needs one more really good performance from him. And, boy, then we're talking about Peach, some some stuff that's uh, obviously it's very, about to very, get really interesting. very, very rare here. Um, and, look, it, it's going to take a really good uh, performance, excuse me, because that's a really good San Francisco yeah. team at their place. you got to like the fact that Green Bay was there um, – had an opportunity to really beat them yeah. um, if they take a little bit more advantage of some opportunities that they had. But look, San Francisco found a way at home to win that game in the fourth quarter. But watching that game, I didn't see a team that, wow, that, that terrifies me. It wouldn't be like Baltimore where I was like, wow, look what they did to us early in the year. Look at how they're playing right now. I think that's going to be really, really tough. It's a good football team. They're number one in, in the NFL in scoring offense. They're number three in the league in scoring defense. They had nine guys that made the Pro Bowl. 
Bowl. I mean, they have a very good collection of of players defensively. It'll probably be the fastest defense the Lions have played yep. all season long. So they'll have to have a good game plan. But um, I certainly wouldn't count this team out the way they're playing right now and the confidence that they have. Jared Goff said after the game, look, we understand that's a good football team, but we expected to win last week. We expected to win today. We expect to win next week. Yeah, and it's, I mean, you're going to have to give San Francisco their, their best punch, but I think... There's a lot to, to learn. I, I the Packers ran the ball pretty well last night. Aaron Jones had a, had another good game, and you know J- Jordan Love made the throws that were there, which is something that Jared is is very good at and has been very good at. I mean, you you saw a similar throw on on the Jordan Love touchdown to Bo Melton that he made to Amon Ross St. Brown today on yeah. a kind of little corner to the back pylon there. And I listen, the, it's going to be. Tough. It's going to be the toughest game yet. Obviously, it should be. You're going to the NFC Championship game. This this should be the toughest game yet. But that's that's a really good team out there. But you know, not hopefully not going to be too cold. Hopefully, going to be. I, think I saw 68 degrees. Yeah, on I'm the, looking forward to that one. Yeah, uh, but you know, I it not going to be too cold. Outdoor game. You know, it, it's a one game playoff. You just just kind of win one more, and then and then. You, you get the buy between weeks. So it's uh, it's certainly something. So, hey, we're going to stick around for another week. We're going to do another 20 in the Huddle podcast How this about week. It? We're going to set up that 49er game. And then um, you know, I think me and you will probably be able to uh, to, to get one going there in, at Levi Stadium after the game. Hopefully it's us talking about a Super Bowl. And it's crazy to think that the Detroit Lions are in this spot. Uh, kudos to, to Sheila Hamp um, for putting all those people around her um, you know, for changing the culture and, and for, for really pulling all the right strings in the GM, um, you know, the president hire, the coaching hire. It, it's been top-notch from top to bottom to get them to this spot. And, and kudos to Dan for developing the players, for Brad to get them here. And it's led to the NFC Championship game, and it's a fun little ride, and we're going to continue on for another week.